Hi, everyone. Uh, so I was told that in order for me to be accepted back on the podcast, I had to issue a formal apology. I'd like to first apologize to the audience at large. First, Jordy went missing. Then suddenly I showed up. But you accepted me with open arms. And not even three weeks in, I vanish. And for that, I'm very sorry. And I will never abandon you again. To Brendan, I'm sorry because without me, who would be your rival for f presenting One Piece facts? <laughs> to Christian, I'm sorry because without me here, no one would encourage you to commit on your picks for things like Golden Ham and the like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Lastly, but certainly not least, I need to apologize to Dylan. I'm sorry I let you down. For all the hard work and dedication you put into this podcast, me not showing up last week is nothing less than disrespectful. I hope you can forgive me. P.S. Jordy, please stop leaving the toilet seat up at night. I keep falling in and getting stuck. <laughs> <laughs> My God. That was beautiful. God damn it. That's awesome. Actually, though, uh, since we're on the topic, I've, uh, I've just received a, a notice from the producer uh, who is absent this week. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna, let, let, let's read this. <clears throat> Dear the people, sorry I keep missing podcasts. I swear to make it up to the audience. Anyway, enough buggy declowning. Time to step He's this into second gear. He's a fan. Yo, Denny Fenton, he was just 14 when his parents built a very strange machine. It designed to view a world unseen. He's gonna catch them all because he's Denny Fenton. When it didn't quite work, his folks, they just quit. Then Danny took a look inside of it. There was a great big flash. Everything just changed. His molecules got all rearranged. Fenton, Fenton. When he first woke up, he realized he had snow white hair and glowing green eyes. He could walk through walls, disappear, and fly. He was much more unique than the other guys. It was then Danny knew what he had to do. He had to stop all the ghosts that were coming through. He's here to fight for me and you he's gonna catch him all cause he's Danny Phantom gonna catch him all cause he's Danny Phantom gonna catch him all cause he's Danny Phantom did he sing it? if he didn't he's dead to me if he did <laughs> wait that was his line to you? shut up <laughs> uh, audience consider us even god damn it <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to know if I would commit <laughs> and his line to you was did he if he didn't do it <laughs> Then whatever, but if he did, kek. I talked I got him to do the entire Danny Phantom bit. I read this, I literally asked him, I said, Will I know when to do this? Brendan sings a lot. <laughs> God damn it! I was played! And he goes, It's gonna be a little obvious. And I'm like, you have no idea how not obvious this is gonna be. Yeah, it was though. I love how he picked the Danny Phantom one too. He he could have picked like I don't know SpongeBob or or like you know Fairly Odd Parents. There was, I thought that there was a reason he picks Danny Phantom. I'm thinking like we're we're mourning him or we're calling no, him a ghost or something. Yeah, no, this this that's good because it, it brings he tricked you into thinking about like the ghost from uh, that Usopp saw. Oh my god! I thought this, and at the end of the day, this was all just a fucking play. I hate you, Jordy. God damn it! Even when you're not here. You got God. At the end of the day, I still have this stage. I still have this platform. And you still I, have I this summary. <clears throat> the gang goes camping. Guy, yeah, just kidding. While our heroes party it up with a group of cloud wolves, the recent events in Skypea are starting to form a clearer picture. We learn that the island blasted into the sky via the knockup stream was seen as a miracle phenomena by the people of Skypea. So they took the land and forced the people living in it to exile for 400 years. During his time as Scott of Gaipia, sorry, during his time as God of Skypea, Gonfall attempted, <laughs> attempted to finally end the Shandorian and Skypean War. Unfortunately, but understandably, Wiper refuses the peace talks. Something about suffering for generations just doesn't sit well with him. <laughs> Lastly, Anaru finally shows himself, enjoying the misery of both ally and foe. So, uh, yeah, we got, I actually feel like we might have watched a couple too many episodes. Of this Honestly, week. same. We, we got, all right, at the end of the day, let's, let's sum it up in the main points are we now know the villain a lot better than we did. We know the, the history of the war and the people in it. And we also got a lot of information on what they call Skypean warfare, uh, which is what they do with like the dials and why everyone has these weird fucking powers up here. So there, there's a lot going on here. What did you guys think of these apps? They were pretty funny. 
pretty solid. Lots and lots of exposition. Exposition. And that's the other thing. The gags in this was great, too. So fun fact, uh, episode 166, that's the that's the episode where the gang goes camping. Um, this is another one of my absolute favorite feel-good eps that is just the absolute pillar of what makes this stupid series the funniest I, I had shit. a feeling that the, that would be mentioned here somewhere, since I know you have that list. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, this is like, so of course my list starts with like happy episodes and it slowly gets to like the sadder ones because normally when I watch these particular eps, it's because it's a I'm, pretty happy one. This is a very happy one. This is like usually number two or three right after the, the Robin joins the crew app. <laughs> to be completely <laughs> honest with you, the, the Robin joins the crew is like my number one feel good episode. Uh, this is like two or three. And I just love this. I mean, who, why are we partying with a bunch of anapomorphic wolves <laughs> out of fucking These nowhere? Fucking wolves. What <laughs> is this? Fucking wolves here. And I just love that it was like because we haven't had that chopper bit in a little in a little while, right? We lost eyelash and we lost the other ducks. So we don't really have an opportunity for Chopper to do the thing. So these wolves just come out of fucking nowhere. And they're like, You kids are being so loud we can't even hunt. Why don't you dumbass humans go to hell and sleep already? Who's a dumbass? I didn't say it, it was a wolf. These wolves are talking like gang leaders and like a mafia or like, like something yeah. like that. And they're just like, like you had the strong edgy type, which Nami, I think was it Nami that punched it? Yeah. I think it was Nami. Yeah, it was. And like immediate respect after that. Yeah, it's it's the equivalent of like, like that, that your neighbor coming over to stop you from having your giant frat party. And you just like, instead of saying anything, you just like hand out a joint. <laughs> And she, and they go, well, shit, why do you lead with that? Except, you know, Nami just offered a right hook. Right. And I mean, like, this episode also has, it, it does have, like, a, a bunch of, like, good stuff, too. We got to see that, uh, you know, Nami pieced together that the Jaya downstairs is the same as the Jaya upstairs or whatever by putting the maps together. So Jaya, that's the name of the island on uh, the Blue Sea, right? Yes. Right. So does Jaya stand for jaw? Oh, uh, because technically that would be the jaw. Well, of... the jaw is what's in the sky. Jaya is. No, no, it's the other way because the eyeballs are where the, the treasure is. Yes. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It sounds eerily reminiscent of jaw and it's the jaw of the skull. The the Japanese meme on on uh, Jaya is that it literally translates. Uh, if you were to see the kanji, it translates to literally the town of ridicule or something like that. Right. Uh, so if. Jaya sounds like jaw. I think it's just kind of a happy accident, but that could be another absolute meme that Oda put in there like Keck. No, he's notorious for having a lot of those like little one-off Easter eggs that, you know, break the the language barrier. He's no stranger to it. I can't confirm that that was intended. Uh, but yeah, I mean shit, dude, like give him the pass. He, he clearly it must have been. Golf yeah. clap everyone. Golf clap for Oda. Go go clap. Yes, good job Oda. Mm-hmm, I'm proud mm-hmm. of you. Um your meme your memes. And uh, no, but so we got we got that little bit where, you know, Nami's like, all right, so we got these maps together. Check it out, dude. It's the skull. It's the fucking skull. So we know where the treasure is. We're a fucking big brain out here. And uh, we got that moving forward. We also got all these gags with the crew hanging out together. Luffy's like looking over Sanji's shoulder over the fucking soup. And then Sanji's <laughs> like, you literally just got done eating a whole fucking shark, dude. Can you relax like, for That was an minutes? appetizer, though. The whole bit of like putting rocks in the soup because that's like an actual thing. And then like, mm-hmm. Luffy's like, why are you mm-hmm. adding rocks? I can't eat those or whatever. <laughs> it was so cute, too, when Robin comes out of nowhere with like this giant fucking gem. And then everyone's like, oh, dude, you just found a bunch of money and robin's like no 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 don't worry this is just a salt crystal and then sanji's like this is the best now we can have delicious tasting food instead of the slop i normally make <laughs> <laughs> or uh even before that where like they put uh chopper and zoro come out the woods with all these ingredients and stuff <laughs> nami's like uh, he, zoro he, chopper's got a bowl full of like uh vegetables and fruits and aloe and stuff and zoro's like I got rats and a frog. <laughs> and no, Nami's like, wait, 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 Disgusting! You don't expect us to eat that mess, do you? Oh, silly me. Nami, I promise. I'll take the garlic out. The garlic's the only good thing! Is our navigator having another meltdown? Very careless of me. No garlic. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of reminded me of a Demolition Man. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Uh, I have to not say so, so there's a scene in Demolition Man where they go it, like it, it's about like a hyper like fr- like super 
friendly like future where like crime is quote ridden but really what it is is all the crime just went underground essentially and there's a scene where they ban meat for example in the in the future is what the whole joke is and so they go to the under the underhive and the guy's like oh my god a burger finally oh my god i haven't had a burger they're eating he goes do you know what that is he goes what, what do you mean he goes do you see any cows anywhere and so he asks her in spanish like what what is what's this made of and she goes it's a rat and he goes this is a rat burger yeah it's a rat burger He's like chewing, thinking about like what he's eating. <laughs> he takes another bite. Huh? That's a pretty good rat burger. That's a mean <laughs> rat burger right there. <laughs> and then they're then they're just like chilling around the fire and they gave Nami glasses for like this one joke where they're finally done explaining everything and she's like and we get the money and she does like the anime pushes up her glasses thing and you get the glint that goes across <laughs> except the spelly signs <laughs> <laughs> they go out of their way to give her glasses for this one fucking episode she's never needed glasses i wouldn't be surprised if we never get it again either i i love that bit because like i love how people have adapted that in real life for like posing for photos where like they actually put lights in their glasses mm -hmm. and everything like that to blind <laughs> right. them temporarily for the look <laughs> and then we also get one of my favorite jokes in this whole series. I don't know why, but it, I just love it. There's the part where Robin, who, like, let's remind everyone at home. For Devin and Crystal, it's, it's not much of a reminder as it is just facts. She is very new to this. And she is being involved and absorbed into a culture with these idiots that is very unlike anything she's ever been a part of before. Did you just call me Crystal? Before. Christian? Crystal? Whoever you are. <sighs> He called me Crystal. <laughs> he called no, Crystal. no, 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 no. He didn't call you Crystal. He's just making a shout out to Crystal. Don't worry. No, don't worry. He, he, he was referring uh, to me. What? No, 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 no. No, he was, he was talking about me. Nah, yeah, you know, you don't got any proof, so moving on. <laughs> uh, there, there's this really good bit. <laughs> there's this great bit where, you know, Robin is a newcomer to this culture, right? These guys are fucking morons. And, you know, Robin has this line where she's like, well, we might want to, you know, snuff the fire out because we wouldn't want to give away our location to the rest of the goons and our enemies out there. And then Usopp and Luffy, who they they they, they give you a, a joke, at, like they give you the, the 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 what do you call it? Like the herring, the red herring at first. You think they're like, well, Rob, no, you you're an idiot. You can't do that. Clearly, you don't understand what's going on right now. And then Robin like looks back and she's like, what are you two saying? You're always supposed to have a campfire when you camp. That's what makes it camping. They're like groveling at their at her feet. It's amazing because like for maybe two seconds, Robin is genuinely interested in like <laughs> what could they possibly need the fire for. That's so important. <laughs> like that she knows that they know something or that they have a plan and that they just start groveling at her feet like idiots. <laughs> and then and then it shoots straight into the wolves, too, because then then immediately the wolves come out of the woods Anyway, I, I love the shit out of 166. That that was like its own beast. We we didn't really get a whole lot of meat out of it other than just Well, they they did do a lot of info dumping like with a uh, Gonfall. Gonfall explains why uh Verth aka just dirt. That's not that episode. Well, it, it no, it's 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 a it's a mixture. So, he explains the Civil War a lot more in detail in a following episode, but we can we can talk about it all at once right now since we're already here. Uh, he mentions that, you know, this looks a lot like the dirt that you have on the on, uh, on the seafloor. Uh, and, you know, but this is a very strange thing to us. We don't really get this kind of stuff. And when we had it in this fucking volume, like this is an extremely sacred thing. And we don't really delve into, you know, how that reflected back on the, uh, the Shandorians until like a later episode. But uh, he did start mentioning that. Yeah, like we call it birth here. And since we like barely ever see it, it's extremely sacred to us. And uh, with uh, un, with a area of this much surface and volume, uh, yeah, you could say that this is like the holy grail of Earth or something like that. And we we certainly like it up here. When he started off, uh, I was there's something he said. He wrote he said, um, "Island Cloud doesn't raise plant life, but doesn't can sorry can raise plant life." but doesn't give birth to it. And I was very confused by that because he was trying to explain like why birth is so important there. I, I imagine it's like a potted plant where it's like you could take uh, like a, a potted plant and you could put it or you, or you could take a plant, you could put it in a pot and it will grow. But if it's, it's, it's it, like, because it doesn't have the nutrients necessarily to sustain itself, it's harder to just start a bud by itself. 
And so the reason why birth is probably so important is because the seeds, like they need the nutrients that are in dirt because like, that's really important for agriculture. And it's like, when you, when you're growing a plant, like I, that's my assumption is like what they're doing is like what the, what the, 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 the Skypeans would do probably is my, my thought it, or my theory is that they would take the plant, grow it on the birth, get it started. And when it's sustainable to be just like put in a potted plant full of just water or whatever, which is what the clouds technically really are, they would just go or pull plop. And then they could continue reusing the dirt so that it wasn't wasted necessarily. That's my theory. So it's like, that's like the whole like, oh, that's why it grows from something. It's not that it's literally growing from something because nothing comes to, or you can't get something from nothing technically by, you know, the exchange. I, th- I think yeah i think the 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 point that we're supposed to understand is that like even when we saw gonfall's garden and when he was growing his pumpkins or whatever that he was so very proud of uh i'm pretty sure his garden did have actual dirt in it so we have to start realizing that dirt funny enough in this culture is really a finite resource it's like it's like mining for gold or mining for oil or something you know what, what's funny about this is that now it's dirt right like it's fucking dirt, <laughs> but they treat it like it's a, it's one of the most valuable resources like imaginable. But to be fair, it's pretty necessary if you want to sustain life. So I mean, <laughs> have you played uh, Minecraft Skyblock Survival? Dirt is pretty <laughs> integral. Oh, I hate Skyblock. <laughs> nah, Skyblock's great. I love I love too. Like in like 168 when they go their separate ways finally, and like Gonfall's chilling on the ship. <laughs> They're going around like talking about him like he's not even there, calling him weird knight and old man. And then he's like, <clears throat> my name's Gonfall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, shall I talk uh, a little bit about this land's history now? Like he's been waiting like three episodes to drop <laughs> plot finally. And they all shut up long enough for it. This is the first time anyone's been so forward with plot progression with the character, <laughs> yeah. so... Hey, would you like an exposition dump? I have it available for you. Please talk to my NPC, said the DM. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Literally what's and happening. Usopp's like, hmm, I think I'm going to go talk to Boblin the Goblin. This is, where, this is where the producers are telling Oda, he's like, all right, so we do need to actually tell the story of these people, and Oda's like, <laughs> fuck you i'm putting a campfire episode <laughs> I, want, I want to imagine that they're like at the round table being like all right so we need to start thinking about how we're going to introduce like the main backstory and then Oda's just like i mean i could just have him like tell Usopp. anthropomorphic wolves first though what, what i what i love about the whole information dump uh, you know or what's it called now the sequence essentially <clears throat> is the uh the, the the fact that not everybody hears it <laughs> right, which is very so, inconvenient for the people who are going to be Zorro, affected by it directly. Robin, uh, Chopper, and Luffy still know fuck all about everything. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and it's like of all the people to need to know about this information, <laughs> Usab, Nami, and fucking Sanji are the well, only okay. ones. Nami is important. I think that it's good that Nami knows, and Sanji, out of all of them, honestly, of the guys at least, he's the only one who ever gives a fuck. So, at the very least, if you get Sanji in on the game, you know that at least one of the dudes is going to, like, be in the know of certain events. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Usopp cares a lot of the time, too. It, but, like, I mean, like, if Luffy know, knows that there's a weapon that could literally just nuke him and the enemy at the same time, of course Luffy's gonna want to know a little bit about that, I would assume. But then again, I'm also thinking about this fucking monkey who doesn't understand basic directions. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I, I am shooting myself in the foot with this logic. <laughs> if Luffy did find out that they, they had like a massive laser in the sky somewhere, he, he wouldn't even go want to go up there to break it. No, no, no. He would be like, did you say laser? <laughs> he just wants to see it. <laughs> Speak, speaking of lasers, I did. I did want to branch a little bit into that with Enaru. I think I know what that big ass laser from the sky is now. I also have an idea, but go ahead. So when we first are introduced to Enaru, he comes in like through a lightning bolt. And so I'm yes. assuming he has a devil fruit power of like the lightning lightning fruit or something like that. I'm, I'm assuming. I, I think this is a I would agree. So my theory is since he has that mantra that he could sense that whole area, he's able to control lightning to that severity of power. And so what that laser beam was, wasn't necessarily a laser beam. It was just... It's a giant fuck off bolt of lightning. Exactly. <laughs> Even though it doesn't come down how traditionally lightning comes down because it's all like zigzagging and shit. It, it was just that refined <laughs> control. Yeah, right. 
he's got control over lightning. <laughs> I will I'll take this a step further, uh just recount the idea that he is basically the human incarnation of the Japanese god of lightning anyway. Raijin. Raijin. Yes. Cuz he's got the he's got the four drums on his back as well. Well, I mean, his whole outfit is like very reminiscent of like almost every single god on that side of the continent. I thought I was the fat guy here. What now? People are thinking my thunder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. This is what we're here for. So I want to interject because I know that Justin. Okay, for the folks at home, Justin has his fucking. He's got his guns loaded and ready on this. But I want to interject first and uh, intervene and get my two cents out. So. What I really like about Eneru is that, yes, he's introduced and he's very clearly inspired through Raijin because of the fucking like drummy things that he's got uh, that he wears somehow or whatever. And uh, he's also got like a super big staff. He's got puppy pants like a Buddha. And what I find very fascinating about this. So I remember when we were first talking about, you know, how this society is like very Christian uh, inspired and how Gonfall is like supposed to be kind of like seen as like more of like a, a Christian faith god. But... Then in comes this new god named Eneru, and I asked Christian, you know, what, how do we feel like that this all relates back to the culture? And his, in, his impression was that the son usurps the father. I still won't say that that is not necessarily true, but I like the addition here that now we see that there are almost two gods that could theoretically exist simultaneously, the Christian god and the Japanese god of thunder, and the Japanese god of thunder one day came up and was like, you made this? I made this because <laughs> like because like his whole outfit is like it, it's like a mixture of like again like I agree like it's a mixture of like almost every single like what uh, Eastern god that there is like you got Rama like clothing like his pants remind me of like Indi- Indian uh, god like wear his ear yep. lobes his you know being super long just like you know in, uh, Hindu you know gods or not Hindu uh, Buddhist gods uh like you know it, like like all the cultures just smush and like God falls like. <laughs> The mixture of like all Western gods, where he's like he's got that Zeus beard, he's got the the obviously he's a knight, so he's very Anglo-Saxon he's you know, god or Norse <laughs> god look. So it's like the mixture of like mm-hmm. the Western culture and Eastern culture, and it's like representing them both. I don't necessarily think that they're related. I'm, I'm gonna say that for that theory, I don't think that they're related because they did express that Eneru came from one of the upper Skypea places, from what I understood. I I had a different idea. I don't know. Because my only problem with that is, maybe I just didn't see it because there's a lot of white up there. I don't remember seeing wings on Eneru, so I'm I'm willing to believe that he's not from these from the Sky Island though. Yeah, oh, he's not. From, I know he's not from Skypea. Skypea is Skypea is just this one island that we're on, but there are other Sky Islands that exist that we don't know the names of. Right, and that's where I'm assuming that they came from. When and I'm assuming those other Sky Islands are on different levels in Skyland. Because, like, when we think about it, like, like looking at the Giants, or the, what are the, what's the word for them again? They're, it was really Shandorians. Shandorians, there we go. Uh, the Shandorians, they weren't originally from the sky. They were from the blue the blue sea. So, like, you can assume, like, based off of, like, you know, I'm assuming crossbreeding, as we'll call it, for the shit of me, <laughs> that that's where they got their wings from. So, like, seeing Eneru coming from a different plane and not having wings isn't out of... Outside the realm of possibility, right? Yeah. If he if he was from some Sky Island, as of right now as an audience, we don't really have a reason to believe that he wouldn't at least have something related to wings of some kind. It seems uh, like it seems like yeah. that is an inherent trait of all sky pe- sky people, I guess. They might have different variations of it. I'm I'm pretty sure that Eneru is just from is from the Blue Sea because he doesn't have wings and he showed up here what was it, like six years, eight years ago or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it very much seems like Skypea is kind of like the beginning of like like where you end up like in terms of getting to Skyland. You know, like how uh, what like the first couple islands in the Grand Line. You know, you run into those. You run right, into like sure. Low Town and shit. Like this might be like an earlier island in the the sky version of the Grand Line. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. But like for me, like I don't I, like I feel like it would be vastly more entertaining if like he came from like even deeper or further up in the Skyland because I have that right. feeling like like the the wings and everything are or like a closed like subject of Skypea, uh, Jaya, the, or the island God Island of that's Eneru, fair. Or whatever it is. Like I feel like that's like like it's not out of the realm of possibility that no. Eneru came from up, not from down. Because I yeah, feel let's... like if he was in, on the Grand Line, people would know about that dude being able to shoot fucking lightning to the like, with like 
he he would like with that with that kind of power, you would assume that someone like that would be on the same level as like Crocodile. I would assume. Facts, dude. <laughs> Say he didn't, and he disappeared off the face of the earth eight years ago, and now we don't hear about him because it was eight years ago. Heard, they would have had something, a wanted poster, something. We don't see wanted posters until it's convenient to the plot. What are you talking about? You're right. <laughs> you're right. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't think he's from the Blue Sea. Like, that's I'm gonna my go on. Point. That's fine. We can be on opposite sides of this. Though that the I'm I'm just going on record here, and I'm saying he's from the Blue Sea. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Now time for my facts. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit dog. Okay. Well. It's only like... But before you start, did you know? (laughs) 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 I saw my opportunity. I took it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, There's just a lot of stuff that I could mention, but I should wait for later down the line where it's more appropriate. Uh, What I will mention is uh, (laughs) the two deities that weren't mentioned is uh, Enel's name, or the Enel version of his name, um is inspired in part by the i lost my train of thought there is uh ancient mesopotamian deity and lil and or pos- possibly uh the semitic deity uh known as el or eel I'm not sure how to pronounce that properly um mm-hmm. l slash eel uh is uh commonly used as uh it, it commonly used in like biblical names like michael and Raphael. yeah l is like the name for like angels and everything yeah to to set like just bring meaning of like honor to god wait, and things like that wait, really yes are you tell are you telling me that there's been a joke in death note all this time that i had no idea about maybe oh with l yeah hmm. that's an interesting thought bro i feel like that there that death note has secretly had a, like a double entendre the entire time i never I knew wouldn't about i would be surprised entirely because of the fact of l is from a western culture that's a, pre- while... that's a pretty uh that's a pretty big thing meme too I bet somebody out there already knew all this and they're just like, wow, these guys are fucking yeah. morons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue, Justin. Second fact. Uh, Enel is actually the name of Italy's uh, third largest or rather just largest electri- electricity provider. Also, apparently they have a branch in Japan. <laughs> I, I actually love that fact. That's a really That's good a fact. That's a pretty good one. My last <laughs> rumor, I won't call it a fact because it seems very unsubstantiated, but I want to say it anyway. Allegedly, according to someone in the universe, I think it's Eneru's the same fact des- I have. <laughs> design yes. with his beach blonde hair yes. and his do rag allegedly yep. was inspired by Eminem. Yes! <laughs> oh. That is my fact. You're wow. kidding me. I am not kidding you. Yes, no, this is actually facts. With, uh, in, a, in an SBS, Oda has mentioned, oh, yeah, no, dude, I uh, when I was like coming up with the storyboarding for uh, Skypea and I came up with, you know, my my villain, for some reason, I just I, I really felt like making him look like Eminem. <laughs> I just liked that vibe. So I made him like Eminem. <laughs> if you're the real God, please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. up. Oh my god. (laughs) Yes, dude. So from now on, just know that the villain of our story here is literally Eminem. Is Eminem (laughs) with lightning powers. Dude, I love it. It's one of my favorite stupid facts. That is awesome. In fact, it's actually one of the reasons why I'm kind of sad that Jordy is not here, because I knew he and I were going to get a massive kick out of telling you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that Justin also just stumbled upon this in his research. I stumbled upon it, and I just thought it was some, like, whacked out fan on their own independent wiki just writing nonsense. Oda does take a lot of inspiration for a lot of people, Uh, similarly like how Crocodile was inspired through uh, the Rock, or what's his name? Captain Hook. Sorry, Captain Hook. Thank you. Wayne the Rock Crocodile Johnson. was very heavily inspired by <laughs> Captain Rock Hook Johnson. or whatever. So it, when he was writing Eneru, he was just like, I think I want to make Eminem a villain. I feel I, I feel that. I couldn't be happier about this fact. <laughs> From now yeah, on, we, awesome. have, we have a Buddhist Raijin Eminem as our villain. That's, all, that's all I have. Wait, 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 does this confirm that Eminem is God? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he is, a, he is, in, God, he is in fact a rap god. <laughs> we did it. And the podcast, we're done. <laughs> There's nothing else to be said. Here, here, wait, wait, hang on. I'm the singing guy. Let me let me pull up. This rap is before God Rap God, right God way before Rap God even came out. But but hold on, we're still we're still gonna go for it. Rap God, you already sang once this episode. We don't need more. <laughs> wait, and is this where I say my line? Stop it. Oh, say the line. Did he do? Did he sing it? Fuck him. If he didn't, he's dead to me. But if he did, Keck. 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 Also, I just want to I want to put a little footnote here. 
for maybe come back to this in the far, far future if we ever keep doing this. Um, yes. There is a we character will. that people like to make a meme about that looks like um, Drake. Let's go revisit this when we get there. <laughs> Wait, have we... We haven't seen him yet. No, though. you won't see him for a very long time. All right. Well, then why are we mentioning it? I, now I'm going to be looking for Drake. <laughs> Good. You should. Anyway, so we've got. What are we talking we, about? There's the mystery <laughs> person that we need to talk about, and I have a theory. Okay. Go well, on. hang on. Before you get there, uh, All right, don't go on. In the in the sake of cohesion, should we go back to the Shandorians? Yes. <laughs> so yes, that we, we can should. just talk about our Shandorian stuff, and then we'll get back to the ship. We, we mentioned the Shandorians, who, as Devin stated, so they were the original inhabitants of the island, right? Uh, that they Strong were... Native American vibes intensify. Oh, yeah. You come in and steal our land and you want us to cohabitate all of a sudden? Fuck you. Oh, man. <laughs> Absolutely There's a not. massive parallel there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, it's a little blatant. The outfits weren't, weren't enough. The teepees weren't enough. Now we gotta bring in the politics. <laughs> So, and what's hilarious to me is that, again, this is a very Christian, heavily inspired culture. Hello, yes, it's me. And we have the, uh, we have the Westerns who have essentially seen land appear that they've never heard of before and went, huh, this is mine now. <laughs> this is yours? This is mine. So, yeah, we got, the Shendorians were the original inhabitants of the island. And this is going back to what I was talking with Christian before. Remember, remember, Christian, we had that talk about of evolution and mm. how they must have evolved to not use wings. And I told you, well, evolution plays a part into this. But what if I told you that motherfuckers evolved to have wings? Right. They evolved <laughs> to have useless wings. Sure. Yeah. I'd, I'd much more believe that Romeo and Juliet from the Shandorians and the Skyperians just kind of banged at some point, And now all the Shandorians have wings. But sure. But why? I mean, the pro the point would be why the wings have yet to have a purpose. So why would they? Why would they in four hundred <laughs> years of genetic evolution feel that? Why would the human body in that four hundred years feel the need to grow those wings? It doesn't make any sense. It's genetic. It has nothing to do with ev evolution. Your evolution theory does not fit this at all. <laughs> well, to be fair, genetics is just another form of evolution. I, in a sense, but it's short term. It's natural. Sex is very natural. I'm gonna punch both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. Fe I feel like we're gonna. We're about to learn that this is a just a fashion statement. Like this is. <laughs> this is just like the wings aren't even real. I have one theory that we haven't touched upon yet. Surprisingly, what if four hundred years ago there was just a massive supply of Red Bull? <laughs> <laughs> it came up. It came up with the Shandorians. Yeah, and then you know, over time, they just couldn't reproduce it, and now the wings have diminishing effects. So the Shandorians, this is this is their land. They were here first, but then freedom happened, and lo and behold, it no longer Oof. belongs to them. <laughs> they got freedom. Manifest destiny, if you will. Also, now we're here talking about this, um, there was a moment during those uh, negotiation talks that didn't really make sense to me at the time, so I have to look it up. Uh, if anyone recalls, Wiper's talking to Gonfall, and uh, Wiper just says, like, you can leave now, like, we're done here. Uh, uh, and are you about to say what I think you're about to maybe. say? Maybe. Uh, so Gonfall uh, says, Wiper, wait. Oh, no. I, I would like some pumpkin juice. And Wiper loses his mind and just goes at him, like, it's called the dog. I And at love first, that doesn't make sense, to me at least. And I looked it okay. up, and apparently, pumpkins are sacred to uh, Shandorians. Um, and I guess, uh, deducing from that, Wiper just assumed Gonfo was making fun of him and his culture, so now he just had to kill him. And, uh, I just, I just want to say quickly that my sub said, uh, Gonfo said, I love pumpkin juice. Uh, when he was telling them, like, the history, they were like, well, wait a minute, so you're the bad guy here! <laughs> so I'm still looking for a Panda Man in the main episodes, we did kind of see one. We kind of saw one technically in the new OP. I'll say that. But by the way, we got a new OP and a new ED. We don't have to spend yeah, too much time on it. Wait, we did? The, the last episode, 169, featured a oh, new I OP. Bon voyage! I actually really like bon this one. Voyage. Yeah, actually, I, I, I mean, to be fair, okay, so this is, I think this opening is the last, there might be one more. I think this is the last opening that uh, the dub did in English. Uh, like with with the ops or whatever and then they just started doing like the, the the normal japanese ones to be honest 
the last one we just had is my favorite English OP, personally, which I know is a very minute audience because you fucks are heathens. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't particularly enjoy the last one either that much. I actually enjoyed it a lot. I like the opening of it with the narrator because narrator OP. Actual song yes. is a bit flat. The world. What a glorious place. Gold Roger, in fact. But uh, why, why, why did we go there? Oh, there was a Panda Man, if we want to count it. Because didn't we say before that when we see Panda Man and OPs that we're going to count it as like the first time we see an OP? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? All sure. right, so we got, technically we got one. I we guess, got a Panda Man. Put it in the books. In the OP, you'll see when they're like their little cartoony ways like floating on the water or whatever in that weird like rendition. You'll see, uh, I think it's like Luffy or Usopp or somebody who's like fishing on the back and there's a Panda Man being pulled. <laughs> I just feel like Panda Man's not going to show up in the show at this current point. Like, sure, like this, this, this title intro is going to be you know, used for quite some time, I assume. And so, right. like for Skypea, I don't think we're going to see a physical Panda Man on screen. You're trying to justify the appearance of Panda Man? <laughs> yes, we don't yes. care because everywhere else, when he shows up, he's always in a highly populated place, and it is not out of the nature for them to be there for these random ass people. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see fish people in Alabasta because that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. And Skypea, different story. But what if I told you, Devin, memes? Yeah, right? I, I think you're putting too much logic into where when Oda just kind when, of feels like it. I put too much logic into something? <laughs> you're right. You're very Especially right. Especially like my mystery person repairing the ship theory. Oh, man, is that a Ooh, stretch? Nice segue. All right, segue. so I, I think we've covered all we need to talk about with the Shandorians. Uh, let's move on. So, Devin, explain to us. Who do you think fixed the ship? So, we know that the, the, the god, uh, the, the divine guard, I think is what they're called. Um, they're mostly goat people, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. My theory stands as this. Who gave them the going Mary? Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well. What was the man like when he gave them the going Mary? That's a very good. It's a very uh, divine guard. Go back. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it that's good <laughs> that was really good all right uh the only other major topic uh if we haven't talked about enough already uh sky warfare so you know i actually really like when Gonfall's taking the time to like explain to uh sanji and the crew like hey by the way uh because we're assholes we also found a way to weaponize all of these cool trinkets up here as people do in society, they always mm-hmm. find a way mm-hmm. to make to make weapons out of the most minute mm-hmm. shit. You mean like gunpowder? <laughs> that doesn't sound like humans what? at all. Us? No. <laughs> so now we understand uh, how Satori was able to do the, this this massive attack on you know Sanji and Luffy and and, and Usopp. Uh, he he had infused some impact dials into his hand, which are notorious for being able to absorb blows and reflect them in full. And do massive amounts of damage. Those to, things like, must be tiny. Yeah, dude. No, those things. You don't are fucking... notice them at all. Well, no, 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 no. I think it's underneath the glove. Yeah, is what you're supposed to understand. That doesn't mean anything to me. It still needs to be tiny to not make any sort of like imprint, I guess, or outline. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I do think that it's kind of funny that they don't do an imprint. But There's I will no say, indication between Wiper and Satori, who are the only ones who have used a form of this kind of dial so far. Well, and Gonfall. Uh, they're always wearing something to cover their hands on their character. I think they literally do that specifically so yes. they don't have to write them in. Of course they do. <laughs> Drawing fingers is hard. So I respect it. But uh, yes, yeah, so we got the impact dial. We know that the guy with the spear, we know he had a heat dial now. And he also had a flame dial inside of his bird, which is really fucking metal. And I was very sad when they revealed that. I thought it was just a really cool bird from the sky. Yeah, no, it's sad from for our perspective because, man, a fire-breathing bird, I mean, it's so cool. Actually, we know we know we do not have a fire breathing griffin like we thought we did. <laughs> Turns out birds are fake. That's just the, the gas tank in his mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never lucky. Bro. <laughs> That's just the gas tank in his mouth. <laughs> Pure diesel energy. Propane and propane accessories. <laughs> so the only the only really good information that we got out of this. Well, I mean, it was all good information, but the only other major dial that we had that was mentioned that Wiper does have is reject a dials. reject dial which is the patented anime trope of if you hit me with something i will reflect it back at 10 times the power <laughs> I, I have a stupid theory for the reject dial what's going to happen in the future what's that go on so 
we know that Luffy's gonna have to figure out how to fight lightning at some point. Sure. We we already come on. It's it's got it's the show. We know it's One Piece. It's about well, Luffy. Do we though? I feel like the answer's right in front of us. Right? He's rubber. This would give him a reason to be able to have a ranged attack against him. Sure. Very true. What kind of dial are we using? Is he? We're giving Luffy a reject dial. Is that what's happening? That's what I think is gonna happen. He's gonna he's gonna defeat Wiper in the next set of episodes. He's gonna take the dial with him because lol memes, and then <laughs> and then he's going to use the reject dial to defend against that super duper lightning bolt from the sky. Yeah. Absorb the energy from it okay. and be like, "Hey, you reverse Uno card." I feel like he should be immune to his own to his own substance. No, 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 but- no, 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 no. I can't wait for us to get to the episode where Devin's proven right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I also cannot wait for the episode where Devin's proven right that that Luffy is big brain <laughs> enough. This is to... something stupid that Luffy would do. He'd be like, this, "No, I, this is mine." I agree now. with you, but I don't think that's how he's gonna kill or end. And uh, he's not gonna end him that way. He's just gonna weaken him from saying that like, you can't use that magic again. So you fight me with your fist, bitch. Like that's where I was gonna go. Essentially, you see the spirit of Goku behind him go like, "Yes, put your hands together, my son." <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. There's this uh, Dragon Ball Z bit two episodes in a row. You're telling me that they're throwing energy waves at each other and it's super powerful. It's Dragon Ball, like, and of all the anime characters to be considered god, Goku isn't one of them. I'm sorry, and we already know that Goku meets Luffy in One Piece. I, I, Jordy's not here. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to break your heart here. That was filler. Just so we're clear. I don't know. Okay. It sounded like canon to me. Oh my god. <laughs> Will we even Just see it? it? Is it like in regular episodes or is it like a movie? Yeah, kind of it thing? is. No, it's 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 a regular episode. I know where it is. We're not anywhere near it. No, but we're I know not. Where it is. Not at all. <laughs> we are not anywhere near that episode. <laughs> not. We, that's like good old eight hundred and some. <laughs> that's uh that's a bit away. But regardless. <laughs> We're we're getting there slowly but surely. I'm certainly more excited for the for like the the continuation of this arc now more than ever because of these two uh, opposing theories. I just want to see play out. I agree wholeheartedly because like but the first twenty episodes, I was so fucking bored. I was like, there's nothing happening. Like there's nothing being explained. They're just like doing things for the sake of doing things. And now we're in that moment where it's like, oh, I could turn on big think brain goat mode. <laughs> I will still <laughs> say. I defend these last several episodes because it has great gags. And honestly, I, I still love the the shell shock factor of being in like the the first time you're exposed to, you know, Oda's vision of what a sky land looks like. I still think has a lot of merit and has a lot of, you know, funness to it. I'd recognize that it can that it definitely doesn't have enough impact to last a 20 episode focus. But it does make it's still a trudge nonetheless. Unfortunately, we can't live in a world where we get this kind of detail in this small amount of time, you know, all the time. And uh, glad we got here. I'm looking forward to the future. I agree with Justin. This will be a lot of fun going forward hearing you two now speculate how our rubber boy will come out on top against this man if he's the one to fight him. Hot take. What if Zoro does it or something? Absolutely not. Go fuck yourself. Hotter take. What if I told you at some point all of Usopp's lies become true? And he's referenced himself as an angel in the past. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I, I, I see that. Well, what That's if fine. I told you, Devin? <laughs> but the thing is that that doesn't change who Zoro fights. <laughs> I don't even care about sword on sword guy. Oda would never pass up the opportunity to go. Luffy's made of rubber. This guy has lightning powers. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. You cannot. You cannot convince me. This is going to happen. Oda would never. I, I, I like I like where everyone's heads are at. Although I will say that Devin's theory about giving Luffy a Kamehameha wave, that does kind of also sound very that's, Oda-like. That's fine. No, that's fine too. I'm just saying that that might not be how we finish this him, considering he should probably be immune to his own, uh, his own <laughs> element. <laughs> sure fair you didn't see you didn't see luffy throwing sand and pocket sanding crocodile to kill him you know I did spit on him. he spit on him not pocket sand very different damn it dude we, we that's that's a great meme somebody make that fucking pocket sand but it's luffy <laughs> throwing it a <at> crocodile <laughs> and then crocodile's just sitting there straight face like what while we're back on eneru though uh, I'm surprised nobody nobody decided to ask me and Devin this question. So I'll sure. bring it up to I'll bring it up myself. Sure. Eneru, while he's sitting there uh, lounging on his on his throne, being fed uh, fruits by his uh, by his hot uh, lady angels, uh, he makes a prediction 
about how many people are going to be uh, standing at the end of three hours. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Five yeah. Five people. Five people. Uh, I'm going to assume, I'm operating under the assumption that since he's God, he's going to be correct. So I'm not asking the two people who have watched these already. Okay. Devin, <laughs> would you like to uh, uh, potentially predict with me who's standing at the end or at the end of three hours? So we got Luffy, obviously. We have two. We have two easy options because he include. We have Luffy. He's the protagonist. He'll probably be standing. He includes himself in the eighty-one people. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Eneru in there also. Mm-hmm. Um, I had three more. Uh, I'm not confident anymore in one of them <laughs> uh, what? because okay. of what happens at the very end of 69. So I had Enel, Eneru, Luffy, or I keep going between them in my head. Um, Go ahead. Eneru, one. Luffy, two. Mm-hmm. Zoro mm-hmm. was an iffy three just mm-hmm. because he's just like the, he's the tank and just lives through everything. He throws a building, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, he can cut steel. He can do anything now. But he can't cut sky animals. Just want to point that out. He doesn't want to because they're endangered, Jefton. Damn it. Sky sharks. My fourth, my fourth prediction was Wiper. Now, okay. because Luffy is about to fight him, mm-hmm. I'm I- not as confident in that anymore. <laughs> Now, there is, there is, I suppose, a world where somehow they come to an impasse and don't end up fighting. I don't think it'll happen. Wow, I like how we're just completely discounting your boy. Like, what, what if he beats Luffy? I mean, maybe, but Luffy will stand up again after three hours. All I'm saying is, how many times did he lose to a Crocodile uh, when he was fighting him? You have lost to me twice now. <laughs> yeah, Luffy's fucking died on us. Like, he's coming back. Yeah. So, uh, if Wiper does beat Luffy, Luffy gets up after three hours, and that technically still counts. So. On the dot. Yeah, he gets, yeah, right. he gets yeah, up at 259.59. I think the theory, or because of just sequence of how they like to do these fight scenes, where they like to do multiple fight scenes at once, which is, so it's going to be Luffy, Enru, Dogecoin, okay. Zoro. Huh? <laughs> uh, the other sword guy. <laughs> His name is Ohm, by the way. Ohm is his name. Ohm and Holy, but sure. Wait, and Holy then, is the dog's name? Yes. Holy is the dog's oh name. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Where have <laughs> you been? I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> to the moon. To the Anyways. moon. <laughs> um, and then the fifth person has to be a witness, so I think it's going to be like Nami. Wait, so you're you're assuming that at the end of three hours that those two fights are still going on and then Nami's just kind of there? Yes. Okay. All right, I'll take it. Because, like, someone has to witness the badassery. I think Sanji's going to get bopped at the same time as the dude who bites his lip. He's going to, he's going to, like, they're going to trade. They're going to, you know, they're going to beat each other up. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Usopp, come on, do I really? <laughs> How do we take care of Robin? Nico Robin? I think she's going to get caught off guard. Because she, she's okay. too broken for this universe. Right. Agreed. Sorry, <laughs> I just never miss a beat to remind everyone at home. She is broken as shit. <laughs> Like, literally every single time when I'm watching the show with Crystal, I'd be like, hey, Crystal, look at that weird fucking thing. And she'd be like, what the fuck? Is her arms growing out of things? And I'm like, yup. Is that not a really cool idea, though? <laughs> I'm, like, at first I thought it was stupid as fuck because of the name. But seeing the implication of how it's used, it's it's growing on me a lot. She Her character is growing on me significantly. But Good. she is way too powerful for where the group is at Dude! So fucking broken. I anyway. Sorry. Go ahead. The only other thing for a fifth person I could think of besides Nami would be maybe Chopper. But even then, like I, I don't think they would because he would. He would make it to comedy relief when we need a serious person to witness the actions of fighting God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the part. <laughs> I, I surmise that Chopper would probably get got by like the fifty, uh, the fifty guards or something. Exactly. Damn. Um, he's gonna he's gonna be sitting with his legs crossed, uh, looking out to the sky right before a big blast comes down to get him, and he'll have he'll have a, a glass of juice to the sky, saying, "I've had a marvelous life." He's got a glass of pumpkin juice. <laughs> Stop. Like, the only other thing is, I can witness, I can see uh, uh, Chopper because he's best bros with Zoro, witnessing Zoro's fight and just witnessing the badassery that that's gonna be because we already know it's gonna be a badass fight. So uh, that's my only assumption for like a fifth. The fifth person's the real wild card because like because we have too many evens. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like Wiper just has to be in there somewhere though, right? 
I, like at the end of th- right? at the end of three hours, like it can be it can be Luffy and Wiper about to confront Enaru together or something like that, right? I think Wiper, if anything, if that is also another I think another candidate for a fifth person watching this because let's be real, who needs to be motivated to love pirates? Wiper does. Well, that's that's fair. We need that cut scene of oh my god, so this is what a real pirate is. This is what the pirate way is. This is my ninja way. We need that moment <laughs> to happen for the Shandorians to you know bring in a. a what's it called a coexistence into it so i could see wiper surviving as well i I like this discussion i'm glad that you brought this back to the table christian i completely forgot about this this is a great bit i thought this was an this was an easy softball for 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 one of you to go hey what do you guys think of this (laughs) also i not not that this really matters but i also really like that uh when we were introduced to conus uh she was kind of introduced as going to be like the new vivi i'm so glad that we don't have another vivi like i love vivi but thank God that this story does not require a bay to that we latch onto for the entire series. Uh, speaking of waifu, just real quick, my last pick was Nami, uh, just because I didn't, I couldn't think of like a good way they would just like kind of just offer from being there. So I figured Nami would also just be like chilling, going, "Oh, oh, damn." Yeah, Nami doesn't get like bodied often, does she? Not very often, no. <laughs> Speaking, we, well, hold up. Before moving on, speaking of Nami, I do need to address this because it bothered the shit out of me. Oh, what's going on? Nami's pigtails. What? Why does that what bother you? I hate it. What? Why? She's adorable. I don't dig it. I don't dig I'm it. I'm on the same boat as Devin. What is wrong with you two? Also, she doesn't have nearly long enough hair. <laughs> I think it's fine. Uh, I, I like the pigtails. Ladies, fact, if you I'm- ever meet me, I don't like pigtails. That's it. Big yikes. Don't show up to our meeting greet in two years with pigtails. Justin will Justin will sock you. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't dif- or I don't hate. No problem here. Yeah, I'm I'm but. all good. Yeah. We we got hugs. <laughs> we got high fives. We got fist bumps. Whatever we're doing in like two years. All right. So next week we're gonna watch uh 170 to 173, another four episode piece. Uh and we'll just go right into the quotes. So who wants to go first on this? One throwaway quote. Uh, is when Luffy is fighting Sanji at the campfire about like he's just hungry and he just keeps eating. <laughs> Robin just like offhandedly goes, referring to his stomach, is like, how uneconomical. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, quote we mentioned earlier, but same scene Sanji to Luffy, didn't you just roast and eat an entire Sky Shark? Well, yeah, but that was just to hold me over. And those two gags, I'm just here like, wow, this is me and my mom for like the past 20 years. She's like, like, kid, you need to stop. I wrote down, I love pumpkin juice because it's just a funny line. It's like just (laughs) the the biggest, the hottest roast or diss of Skype in history, just without even really meaning to. Right, right. Just casually Um, starting, you know, restarting a civil war. It's whatever. Yeah, just igniting the flame under a civil war. No big deal. I've got a few. I've got one when Nami was explaining the, the, the plan to the team where she was like, does anybody remember what the logbook said about the City of Gold? Now, does anyone recall what Nolan's log said about the City of Gold? I do. It's a City of Gold. You're such a dumbass. Do you ever think before you talk? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? So at the very start of this episode we talked well the, the opening summary jordy does the the gang goes camping as a always sunny joke alternatively i wrote in my notes the gang looks for gold is one of my jokes that i was gonna bring to this cast <laughs> what was the next one i had uh oh when <laughs> fucking usop and and nami are navigating the, the the cloud river or whatever usop asks if we can go faster Navigator, pick up the pace! I'm afraid we can't, Captain Usopp! Say that again? I'm afraid we can't! No, the captain part! Say that again. And he's and she was like, <laughs> I'm afraid we can't. And he was like, no, the captain part. <laughs> 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 oh, this is another Usopp line. When they were discuss or discussing the uh the impact dial, uh they were talking about like how it stores energy or whatever before they before Sanji hit the hammer. Uh, on it you know godfall would say yeah hit it as hard as you fucking can and usopp was like if you <laughs> this is usopp's line if you blow a hole in my deck i'll put a hole in you big enough to make a swiss cheese jealous <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i just find that stupid joke hilarious uh i the only uh serious one i have really that i that i actually care about 
was when uh, Gonfall was talking about the the, the dials and, disca- and describing it as like, this is how we do sky warfare up here. I really like the line specifically where he's like, man, or man has a t- nasty habit of finding deadly uses for things, no matter how mundane they seem to be. Right. Yeah. The mature undertones really do like, like subtly come in where it's like, it's subtle where like, if you're a kid, you probably wouldn't catch on to them because, you know, kids mm-hmm. but like. It, it, it does catch you off guard as an adult watching it because you're just like, oh, shit, they're talking about like, like, ouch, like human history. Oof. There's a lot of reflective environment going on right now. This is very, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, when Wiper is overlooking the horizon saying, if you don't have the strength to walk over your fallen brothers in combat <laughs> then you don't have what it takes to be in this war and i'm just thinking to myself if that's not the edgiest fucking thing i've ever heard <laughs> ain't wrong though how tough are you i ate cereal this morning without milk yeah that's some 2010 amv shit right there all right so then golden ham it is who on earth are we giving the golden ham to this week Oof. I have no idea. God, I have no idea either. <laughs> we could always give it to Gonfall for being the exposition. No, dunk. we can't give it to Gonfall again. What do you mean, no? Uh, I'm all for exposition, but I'd rather, I mean, if we're not going to give it to a serious topic here, like, we're, we got plenty of memes to pick from. You're right. This is facts. We've got a lot of memes like, going on right what now. What if we gave it to Nami for brokering peace between the Straw Hats and the and the Wolves? And the Wolves? <laughs> or even go one step further and give it to the Alpha Wolf himself for being I, I, so I, chill. I, that was my only pick I could think of, is the Alpha Wolf. <laughs> Are, are we all in agreement, Alpha Wolf? Please, Cloud Wolf. For being so chill, I would rather give it to Enaru than give it to the Wolf. I'm going to put that are out you there. Right I feel like Enaru is going to have his spotlight. He's going to have his spotlight later on. This was just his debut. He didn't necessarily do anything in general, except for showing off how powerful he is by not giving a shit. Sky Wolf or Nami? Those are my picks. <laughs> Oh my god, why why do I hang out with you fucking degenerates? <laughs> because we watch One Piece with you. You're telling me that no matter who I pick, you guys are just going to go with the fucking wolf at this rate? Well, I'm I'm I I've changed my mind before. If you have a good proposal, I can I would rather maybe give it to Usopp. For what? What do you mean yeah, for get what? Get out of here with that shit. He became a captain. He got the Mary off of the he fucking He didn't become altar. the captain. He was already the captain. Yo, Nami cons- Nami referred to him as Captain Usopp. He was there. You all heard it. All you right? know what Period. Captain Usopp did? Risk Chopper's life. That is true. That is not something a true captain would do. A true captain would never let his friends get hurt. He had everything under control. All right. He also asked the question, who fixed the Mary? And heard Godfall talk about all the exposition. He didn't solve it, though. All right, so anyway, I vote, I vote the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unanimous alpha decision. Wolf. Unanimous alpha wolf decision. God damn it. I it's hate it. It's been a while since we had a unanimous one. This is great. I'm glad, I'm glad we, could ha- we could come to this. Uh, oh, I'm glad that this, is, this falls into the category of unanimous golden ham picks. Alpha I wolf. It. I hate it. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Listen, he's got, he's got a gr- he's got a great thumbnail. Yeah, it's, that's gonna that be a good thumbnail. Eating grin. Oh. <laughs> Maybe this is too late. We've already decided, but we could double feature them both for brokering the piece together. Nami and the wolf. He looks at me. I look at him. Lock eyes from across <laughs> the room. All right. Well, uh, what what do we got this week for our grab bag, then? Justin, would you like to pull the wheel? Uh, sure. You know what? Why, why's got to be a wheel this week? We get we gotta do something different. We gotta pick something else now. I'm perfectly fine rummaging in my bag for sound effect. Hey, uh, uh, Justin, I want you to you see this? I got a bucket here with okay. a bunch of apples in it. I want you to bob one of the every, <laughs> every one of these apples has a thing on it. So just go ahead. All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. <gasps> Miss Valentine's Award. Someone give me a towel. Miss Valentine Award. We got it, baby. (laughs) Who did we hate? No. Honestly, I do have two contenders. Not because of the most hated, but like the the ones that have the most 
going against them. It's between Gonfall and Wiper. I'm more keen. I'm more keen to go for against Wiper for the sake of because he was just he wasn't willing to listen at all during the discussion. Gonfall came in with good intention. Well, Wiper's like, nah, fuck out of here. I personally would like to vote Wiper just because he's just big angie. And this man is just, as Lockie put it, a demon. He's definitely on the good guy's side. He's he's justified, but he's a little too aggressive on the matter, maybe. Yeah. You know what? I I, I got a counter here. Remember that time that Usopp used our boy Chopper as bait? Fuck that guy. You know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Chopper is an angel. He had all of these really good spots. He saw Luffy with a stick and was like, holy, wait, I want a stick. Cutie. Cutie patootie. And Usopp has the gall. The gall to use him as bait to get the Mary off that, that stupid altar. Less. And you wanted him for a golden ham. I don't know what you're talking about. Not not me at all. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something Brendan would ever say. That doesn't sound like Shifty me eyes. at all. <laughs> Where's my gavel? It's been approved. Yeah. No, this this is wholehearted. Order in the court for sentencing Usopp for mm-hmm. 10 minutes in the shame sh- corner. Say aye. Aye. aye, aye. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd have two unanimous votes in one podcast? Wow. This is unprecedented How did we news. Get here? Imagine the day that Brendan throws his boy God Usopp underneath the bus. <laughs> no one sacrifices Chopper and gets away with it. Absolutely. Cue, cue the Starship Troopers meme. I'm doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we good? Who wants to do the thing? Follow us on Twitter at Panda Sightings and Instagram. We also have an email where you can contact us, send us you know, questions or whatever. I do recommend following us on Twitter for the sake of it does help us understand our following and who are how you know like where we are currently. That's the only thing I really say. So again, panda sightings and both Twitter and Instagram. Our email is pandasightings at gmail dot com. I just saw at the bottom of the of the uh, gag talking points, Jordy wrote Nami in glasses makes my soul go doki doki. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later, we're done. I'm stopping. (laughs) Bye-bye.